Parkins and Spiegel Show flashback. 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 Jerry really stepped up and stepped up in, in a fashion that is unprecedented. And, you know, we all in that clubhouse talked about it this morning. You know, we felt like we actually were potentially could close a deal today with them. We thought we were uh, the high offer on the table. And if the reports are accurate, we still feel that there was more potential for him to make more here than that reported deal. But again, we don't know the particulars. God, man. <laughs> that was Kenny Williams. He only muscles up and speaks to make things awkward or explain why he made things awkward. Or when he's looking for a stolen frozen lobster. <laughs> so that is back from 2019. Oh, my God, man. Machado signs the 10-year, $300 million deal should the Chicago Wants Machado campaign right. you, you had remember, failed. And for anybody who doesn't remember, Manny Machado had told everybody and his agent had told everybody what they'd like is a 10-year, $300 million deal. Hello, that's what I'd like. And the White Sox got to 250 with deferred money. Arbitrary line in the sand and hoped to get him because they had signed his brother-in-law. But what's crazy is Machado apparently says he will be opting out of his contract after the season. He's saying it on the front end. He's not ruling out re-signing with the Padres, but he's going to leave $150 million on the table. Because he saw what happened this offseason, and he feels like he will get more than five for 150 after this year. And assuming a good season and assuming the market stays the same, he's almost assuredly right. And so we can talk about, well, damn, that's another name for the Cubs to consider signing next offseason. And we should and we will. But it's also a good moment to look back and say... Foolish. The White Sox. You could have had him for $30 million a year as you gave him the opt-out, and he would have been just fine, and you would have been just fine. White Sox could have had him for five years at $150 million and then let him walk, depending on, on where you were. or Multiple playoff series, you could have had Manny Machado hit third for you he, he, in that lineup. He could have been a part of this thing. You were in position overall to finalize a rebuild, which you handled pretty well for a while. You were in position to finalize it by adding a superstar to carry you over the top, which teams in that position invariably, if they have any money, tried to do. And then you could have hired a great manager to go along with. And you could have attacked these last two years, the middle of your window with Manny Machado there and with uh, a legit manager there. And would you have a title? Maybe so. And it's absolutely brutal to look back on the way that did it. And then, uh, Tanny, you brought up in our text thread today kind of a sliding doors thing about if they hadn't invested in all the kids with these made-guy deals before they were ready to and had used the Machado money instead. Yeah, so I don't want to act like I hate the idea of a team-friendly-ish you know, extension for players that you believe are going to be good because I think it's good to give some of these guys generational wealth, but we've seen largely it hasn't worked out on the back end. Now that's hindsight's 2020, but had they had a, a typical philosophy, like let's say, you know, the, the Cubs and the rebuild before them where all your young talent is making league minimum, you know, with arbitration numbers escalating, whatever over the years per their performance. But if you have just all those guys making a base salary, that's, that's cost controllable and low 
for many years, let's say five years, you would be able to absorb a guy like Manny Machado and have him around since 2019, and that still would have been your window. And then if and if none of that worked out, and let's say these players didn't work out as sometimes they have an up and down, whatever, but you'd be able to get all this money off the books, and all of a sudden you'd be free. But instead, you have to make a signing like Yasmani Grandal that next offseason. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't have to do that if you have Manny Machado. If you had gone about finalizing your rebuild by just living with that great young talent that you've successfully found and drafted and or signed and augmented with big money, then maybe you win and you do sign one of the kids, you know, the way the Cubs didn't with their guys. Or you you decide which ones you're not going to sign and you let them go. Or you trade them because you have more and you spend to augment. And in retrospect, the signing of all those deals – Looks like a team trying to do it on the cheap, right? Yeah, of course. That's what, that's what it looks like in retrospect because they have stayed, you know, sort of on the cheap in terms of being on the top end and wanting to go while the still tax. having the highest payroll in the history of their franchise and right. the top ten payroll in the right. sport. But it, but but there's those limits have been there and those limits are clearly still and they've there. been self imposed and they haven't been willing to pay the tax. Yep. And I, plus, regardless, Manny Machado would have been off your books at the end of this season. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a 10-year deal like like you thought it was going to be. He would have been off the books. Yeah. You would have been free of him, and you would have had all these young guys on, on league minimum contracts. I wonder basically. if they even liked the opt-outs at the time, if they even would have you know, wanted the opt-outs. Well, you know, I could definitely see, oh, you don't want to be here, then we don't want you here. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could see that being a part of so, that. And some orgs muscled up like that until everybody realized, oh, these guys are going to get their opt-outs. Okay. Yeah, but the White Sox don't even get that because Bryce Harper, we know, wanted to be here, and they couldn't even get him here. So it's not even about wanting to be here and not wanting to be here. They can't get anyone here. Just wait for the Cubs to sign Machado next year and me to break out the old Chicago wants Machado sign. Do these windows open? (laughs) I'm just letting you know. Insufferable. Times a million. I just got a pair of 2022 air cinder blocks. I'm going to take a swim in Lake Michigan. I'm going to be so excited. Maybe perfect. Big baseball guy. Third baseman. Yeah, third base is open right now. Third base is open. They got the money. Mm. Have a big year, Manny. Come to the north side. Is it open? Because I think Patrick Wisdom's going to hit 40. That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. I'll take the under. Maybe Patrick Wisdom is one of those guys who's going to benefit from the loss of velocity when pitchers can't go max effort. When max effort can't show up every day. Oh, God. (laughs) So for the Cubs, do you make a trade maybe for Manny Machado? Welcome. Remember, that was the Sox thing Uh, you talked about? Hey, trade for him early, get him used to it here, and then sign with that extension Uh, before he gets a chance to hit free agency. uh, Is his brother-in-law still playing? (laughs) One's on the TV here every day. (laughs) No, his brother-in-law is hitting the buffet out there at MLB Network every day. Really? Really, Shane? Really? He ballooned. Don't be bitter because he's going to be a Cub next year. Coming up next. Stick him in right field. Bring him back. (laughs) That's perfect. Speaks' 29th favorite baseball player of his last 30 summers in Chicago. Next on The Score.